Welcome to A Million Baptist Podcast, where we discuss church life, theological questions, and cultural influences. Our podcasts are available via Google, Spotify, Apple, and many other podcast platforms. We hope you subscribe and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to roundtable number three. Uh, this is Dylan Whitaker standing in for Adam today. Uh, normally, uh, we would have video along with this audio, but today we're doing a little bit of different, just having audio version of our roundtable due to some technical issues that we had earlier this week. So uh, we are coming to you here from Pastor Neil's office. Um, we've been working through uh, uh, some um, parts in our church here uh, on eldership and leadership, uh, and we've done some episodes uh, in a roundtable leading up to this. And this last Wednesday evening, we had a great uh, congregational meeting where we came together as a congregation and our elders actually talked to us about plurality of leaders there. So with me today is Pastor Neil, and he is going to talk with us about some of the things uh, that that happened at this last Wednesday um, meeting here. So, Pastor Neil, tell us about uh, Wednesday night. First of all, Dylan, it's good to <laughs> for us to be together. I am uh, uh, so sorry for those technical difficulties. Um, but, uh, you know, as some people say, I have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're getting to use it today. So. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, Wednesday night was a great uh, evening for, uh, for us in the life of our church. As uh, many of our listeners may know, uh, back in November, on the 11th, specifically at a congregational meeting, uh, I made a request of the church, feel a deep leading uh, for the Lord to change and adjust some of my ministries um, from a more visible uh, view to more personal um, ministries, such as um, uh, discipleship and uh, personal caregiving, pastoral care. Uh, looking at uh, my birthday, it's going to be coming up in June on, at 70 years old and having been here for 30 years, I've been asking the Lord, how, how do I assess what my greatest value is uh, as we move forward uh, in our church? So, <clears throat> so I asked the church to... Um, uh, pray with me about a less than full-time job in focusing on pastoral care, mentoring, and discipling others. So the congregation was a little stunned, I think, in um, in November. But you know, it's uh, but we got through Thanksgiving and we got through Christmas holidays and we got through New Year's. And so uh, during that time, the congregation asked the elders uh, to uh, look at some specific tasks in following up mm -hmm. uh, my request. Yeah. And so uh, Wednesday night was the, uh, the follow-up mm -hmm. by the elders to the congregation on how do we move forward uh, in uh, looking at leadership continuity. Right in the life of our church. And, and I think it's important for us to to uh, let our listeners know that, you know, what we're we're attempting to do here 
is uh, in many ways new to a lot of churches. Um, and so it's not like we, we are doing this with a great, you know, like history and guideline of how this is, is working. You know, this is based off of um, seeking the Lord, uh, you seeking the Lord, the elders seeking the Lord. And I think it's important also for people to know that um, you're not looking to, you know, disappear from the life of the church. In fact, um, what your request was back in November was in order to just change the, the, the way you were pastoring um, here and allow you to actually get into a, a different area there. So. Yeah, that's exactly right. The, um, uh, so anyway, this past Wednesday was just uh, an opportunity for the elders to say, this is where we are. And um, what we have here is a, uh, an opportunity to expand. Uh, we've been teaching in our congregation for a number of years, the plurality of leadership. Then 11 years ago, we came up, uh, we felt led to uh, go into eldership. And so that's a plurality of elders and uh, uh, spiritual leaders in the church. Adam has been with us for a little over six years, going on seven years, and he has really proved himself to be not simply an associate pastor, not just part of the team, but a real pastor. And I don't, I believe this is no accident. God has planned it this way. And then at the same time, asking myself and the church, what is my best value? And that would be in pastoral care for the, um, uh, older part of our congregation, and then uh, an integral part of mentoring and discipling uh, future leaders in our church. So that's what we we did. We we shared that from the very beginning. Now there were a few things that we needed to um, kind of clarify. Uh, number one, was I leaving? The answer is no. Am I becoming less than a pastor? The answer is no. Is Adam really becoming more of a pastor? Well, he's growing as a pastor, but he has been a pastor in this church for just a number of years right. and has proven yeah. that. And our congregation recognizes that. And so uh, that leads into what the spirit of the congregational meeting was like. It was really wonderful. It was positive. It was forward looking. Mm -hmm. um, our congregation has caught the vision that this is a necessary transition in order for there to be continuity uh, from this generation to the next generation. Yeah, and, and we're living in a, a new time in history. Um, you know, uh, I think a lot of us thought that, you know, if we could just get through 2020, uh, 2021, you know, we might see an end of, you know, all of the issues that we had seen in 2020 and move on from there. And uh, you and Adam were actually at a, um, a Florida Baptist convention um, leading up to this meeting here. And one of the things that you told told me coming back was that uh, one of the points was we need to, to stop saying, well, it's going to return back to normal. And uh, with that in mind and the understanding that, you know, the way, uh, you know, pastoring your, your role as pastors hasn't changed, how you're going about it has, and it's had to because of, um, uh, you know, our, our current uh, inability for a lot of people to, be here on Sunday morning um, and, and going forward. And I think I, I know uh, Mr. Mike Baxter brought that up, one of our elders um, on Wednesday, and the fact that you're, you're still pastoring those people at home. 
Um, and you know, Ashley, the, the role that you're looking to move into, uh, makes it, um, easier for you to be able to do that, that kind of pastoring there. Yes. And I, I'm actually looking forward to it. Both Adam and I love preaching. Mm-hmm. And as I told the congregation uh, Wednesday, when the question was asked, are we still going to divide the yeah. preaching or will Adam be taking more of the preaching? It's not that I want to give up preaching as much as Adam and I uh, want to offer on Sunday mornings a, a really good quality exposition of the scriptures and application and a sermon. And that really takes time. So the fact that I believe God is transitioning me into more personal areas of, of ministry um, is going to take time. So Adam is going to over uh, throughout this year, going to be taking more of the pulpit responsibilities yeah. while I take more individual, personal and group uh, mentoring and uh, teaching. Here's one of the interesting things about uh, moving forward is that we always want to be uh, above board on how we do things. So we're not only right. communicating to the congregation, but we also address the fact that our Constitution in all of its areas uh, refers to only the pastor in a singular uh, personal um uh, you know, noun. So what we're uh, going to be doing, and I'll be reading the motion in just a few minutes, is uh, expanding uh, from the idea of a singular pastor to the possibility of more than just one pastor. So I'll be reading this in a moment. But the idea is to give the church actual flexibility throughout the coming years. Yeah. Uh, is there a need for just one pastor at a time or perhaps having two pastors at a time? Yeah. And, you know, um, explain real quick for us uh, the the concept and idea of a, a congregationally led church um, and, and what that means in a constitution and how that, that affects how we, you know, govern ourselves and lead here. Yeah, that really is an important question. Several weeks ago, uh, I was preaching um, at... Uh, our elder ordination of your dad, Brett Whitaker. And the topic of the message that day had to do with uh, Jesus is the head of the church. And so during the sermon, I talked about that there's a Presbyterian form of government, there's the Episcopal form of government, and then there's also congregational form of government. And this was not a slight to any other type of form of government, but Jesus has to be the head of the church no matter what uh, type of organizational structure there is. So we are a congregational church. We are an autonomous church. We own our own property. We call our own pastors. We make our own decisions. And there's no hierarchy over us, whether it is an Episcopal hierarchy or a a Presbyterian type of hierarchy. And so uh, as elders, we are not the legal arm of the church. We don't make uh, a a declaration and say, this is the way it is. We spend time in prayer. We uh, talk to others in our church. And when we come forth with a motion or a recommendation, we recognize that that's, uh, it's the body's opportunity to say yay or nay. And so 
the motion that we're going to be looking at uh, in uh, the next month, we'll be having a special, uh, another uh, r- regular congregational meeting on March the 17th. And uh, that's when the congregation will vote on the recommendation uh, that I'm about to read. So here is the motion. And there was discussion. Um, but as our Constitution uh, instructs us, uh, there needs to be one meeting in which it is read mm-hmm. and given to the congregation. And it will be given to the congregation through several forms. This is one way that we're doing it through this podcast. And then there will be time for a vote at another meeting. The Council of Elders moves that the church constitution adopted in April 2014 be amended to allow, at the discretion of the congregation, for a plurality of pastors by replacing all necessary references to pastor singular to pastors with the S in parenthesis. The Council of Elders further moves that upon adoption of this amendment, the word, quote unquote, associate be removed from Adam Page's title. So wherever the the word pastor singular is in the Constitution, there will be added a parenthesis S so that that gives the church uh, flexibility in the future to have one or more pastors and that since we sense that God is calling and has called Adam to be one of those pastors, then we will also in March be eliminating the word associate from his title. Yeah, and this goes back to the idea of plurality of leadership and pastors that we've been talking about over and over over the last few months. Um, and the idea that, you know, um, it, it, the two of you working together in pastoring this church, along with the elders who are also shepherds, um, you know, and so we have this group of, uh, of accountability uh, working together to pastor this church. And the idea that because of that, this church is more, uh, more blessed and, 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 uh, and able to function um, because there's, there's multiple perspectives and multiple skills, like you said, Adam, uh, connects in different ways that that you're unable to, and then you have have an insight um, uh, that he he might not have, and so and, the working <clears throat> together there. That's right. Not only do we work together, we work under the umbrella of eldership. Mm-hmm. So Adam and I consider ourselves uh, at equal footing, not only with each other, but with also the elders. Because each one of these elders that God calls who are spirit-led and, uh, and have a heart uh, of, the, of a pastor, because we consider elders a part of the pastoral ministry mm-hmm. leaders of the church, um, someone asked, well, who's the leader? Others have said, well, Neil, you're the first among equals. Well, I might be the first among equals in one area of the conversation or in the ministry, but these men uh, have skills and experiences mm-hmm. and a passion in areas that uh, I'm weaker right. in. And so actually, when it comes to those areas of leadership, then they might be the first among equals. 
So it really is a mutual submission to one another. We put our relationship and love for each other above any personal agenda. Uh, and uh, this is consistent with really the way our church has uh, made decisions in the past for the 30 years that I've been here. Yeah. And so this is just uh, a continuation. It's, it's bringing that. the Constitution up to speed with what, what our church has been Yeah, that's exactly right. Years. Russ Hughes did a great job in uh, voicing that, that we're really bringing the Constitution in compliance with the way that the Lord is leading already in our church. Yeah. And and one of the elders, I, I can't remember which one on Wednesday night, did uh, talk about the the fellowship uh, that y'all have um, in the Council of Elders. And, uh, you know, that if somebody uh, doesn't feel uh, that God is leading in a specific, specific way, you know, everybody's going to stop and everybody's going to listen and everybody's going to pray through it um, because there is that important uh, aspect of that fellowship um, there. We listen to one another. And if we're still not there, then we table. Now, is this an effective, efficient way to run an organization? Probably not, but it's a biblical way. Yeah. Because the, the unity of the body being of one mind and one heart is more important than simply getting this task done or that task done. The way that we do it is every bit as important as getting it done. There's an old saying that the end does not justify the means. Mm -hmm. Here's the rest of that, because the means determines the end. Right. Uh, there was some discussion uh, after that motion was read, a lot of good questions, a lot of thoughts that were given. Um, and, and basically, uh, the, the elder council uh, said, well, we wanted to give an update and a report of where we are, but there's more coming. Can you uh, tell, us, tell us where we go now from here as the elder Great council? question. Uh, some of the um, unknowns at this point, is related to that if if I'm shifting in some of my responsibilities, and by the way, uh, the personnel committee and the stewardship are both working with the elders yes. on this. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, we had a, a personnel uh, committee meeting uh, last night. The um, So some of my roles are gonna change, responsibilities, some of Adam's are going to change. Uh, in fact, uh, he's uh, uh, there's gonna be a larger sense of responsibility on Adam's shoulders. Probably Adam may have to let go of a few things or he's gonna need additional help in some of those areas that he was tasked with when he first came here. So that's gonna be um, a personnel and um, an elder and stewardship conversation in concert with one another on how that's gonna work. So, we're really excited about that, but we don't we don't know what that means yet. And that's okay that we don't know what that means because we're going to listen to the congregation. We're going to listen to our other leaders and we're going to listen to the Lord most of all. But in the end, it will be the congregation's decision and we will be in harmony uh, when we come to that road, uh, when we have to make that decision. Yes, and that's great, and um, I think it's it's valuable that the elders are are seeking God on this and then bringing it to the congregation there. 
Um, so that was kind of the, the gist of the meeting there. Um, I thought it was a, a great uh, spirit of fellowship uh, among us. I, I feel like, uh, uh, you know, we've seen for a long time that you and Adam as our pastors. Um, and so I think um, that, you know, not much is going to change from a day-to-day, you know, standpoint. Uh, yeah, there's there's going to be some shifting responsibilities, but I think I think overall um, we're going to continue to see uh, the same level of fellowship, same level of pastoral care that we've seen, you know, up until this point. And um, you know, I'm excited to see that. There's been your your heart has always been in teaching, um, and that more one on one. As much as you have enjoyed and loved uh, preaching and pastoring. Um, and I've seen that, you know, when I asked you to come out to Texas to teach um, and you guys would be one on one with guys and, and really dig into their hearts. And then, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had a bunch of friends in town uh, that I knew from college and we were able to sit down and just dig into a lot of we issues. We had a blast. Yeah, we? we had a blast and yeah. and, and really talk about um, the issues that are, are um, affecting um, people's lives nowadays. I mean, this is a hard time of life to be in right now. Um, with everything going on in our culture and our society. Well, I get a sense from the congregation that um, most of those involved and who were there Wednesday night, both in person and then on Zoom, are they've caught the vision of what the possibilities are and they've embraced it. And we look forward to how God is going to uh, use some of these responsibility shifts and and um uh, but adam and i are still pastors here along with the elders and so um unless god takes me away i mean like permanently i have no plans and is not in my thoughts to go anywhere else so so you're basically saying you're still open and welcoming people to call you to contact you to grab you um, in the hallway on Sunday morning. I hope that they. I hope that they hear that. Yes, they know that that's part of the reason for this very shift yeah. is to make myself more accessible. Yeah. Um, even though uh, my structured time may be less in the office, uh, the unstructured time of personal ministry is going to be uh, something that I value very much. Well, thank you, Pastor Neil. This has been, I think, a great discussion. Um, and uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate Adam. I appreciate our Council of Elders here um, and the work that's being done here. And just seeing God continue to grow our congregation as we seek Him um, and seek to follow His Word and everything we do there. Well, thank you, Dylan. And uh, I'm so glad that we could just sit down and have this conversation. I appreciate you so much. Thank you. And for those of you listening online, uh, you can always grab our our uh, podcasts and our roundtables on Facebook, YouTube, and then many uh, podcast platforms, including Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Google. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion and we look forward to you tuning in next week.